Hello everyone, welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode number, Tony, why'd you take it away? 79. <laughs> I didn't take anything away. Uh, so, well, it wasn't there. Maybe I forgot to put it in. It uh, says 79 right there. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just retyped it. Episode, oh. episode number 79 is <laughs> probably my fault. I apologize. For <laughs> April 8th, is that right? April 8th, 2018. I'm Shane, and I'm joined by Tony. Hello, hello. Hi. Uh, what's new? Hi, How Tony. I am doing quite well here on this lovely Sunday evening. Oh, lovely. Psh. What am I kidding? Who am I kidding? <laughs> Weather's been terrible. Uh, I am not. I, yeah, I agree. I can't deal with uh, this much longer. Thankfully, I, I did hear next week we're going to be getting some better days coming mm-hmm. up here. So excited about that. And we also have tonight our very special guest, Mr. William McKee. William, how are you doing? I'm doing all good. How y'all doing? Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's William McKee. Come on up here from the south. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> how how you doing, man? William McKee. Uh, I'm rolling. How are you? How are you doing? Oh, he's rolling. Oh boy. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> good. Well, yeah. No, doing pretty well. Um, Will, are you? Uh, what do you got there? Is it? Is it water? What are you? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking some uh, very cheap diet grape soda. Nice. Ooh, grape soda. How do you say that? Is it fay go? Is that how you say it? I never yeah. quite knew. Fay go. Yeah, Fago. I guess. Oh, I call it the Walmart brand. Nice. Okay, nice. sure. Or I'm sorry, Quick Trip brand. I'm sorry, I missed what Quick Trip brand. Okay. Quality is okay. what I hear. I love, I love me some Quick Trip. <laughs> I stopped there last night, actually. Good old Quick Trip. Tony? Quick Trip. Quick Trip life. Excuse me, where I go, if I'm going to get something on the way to work, I go to Quick Trip. Yeah, it's good times. Coffee, usually, but yeah. Yeah, the coffee's really good. Good times yeah. on a Quick Trip. Yeah. Good stuff. I was drinking a beer, but I finished it a while ago. Well, you feel free. Actually, no, don't feel free because I think we're going to, uh, if you're okay with it, we're probably going to have you go first on, in the news tonight. Is that okay? Wow, the first time ever. Oh, we did. Didn't we do that last week? No, Maybe? I don't sure? think we've ever done it. Well, come on. Well, we started off doing. I'm it. not saying it's a bad thing or a good thing. It's just you need to listen noting, back. Noting Tony. something different. You need listen. to listen back because I think you may. We may have switched things up last time, but last time, the last time, yeah, the last time. No. All right. Well, whatever. Unless you want me to go first today. <laughs> I can. Okay. I mean, good. I'm looking good. at the notes from last week, and you were the first one. That's right, because we did it on the fly, and we didn't we didn't change it in the notes. But it's okay. Like right. fly. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. All right. Well, uh, maybe. Well, let's do that. You can have your. You can go get your new beer after after you do your article. How's that, Tony? <laughs> after you eat, your, you eat your dinner, you can have your pudding. Okay. All right. Sound like sound good? Okay. I wanna. <laughs> All right. <laughs> do I have to eat the broccoli? <laughs> oh, God. Let's do this. Yeah. News. Ah, I'm first now. I'm so unprepared. No, I'm just kidding. 
Uh, my article is from The Verge. It's uh, Mac OS officially gained support for external GPUs. And uh, this uh, article, I think, I believe it did come out last week. Uh, um, so uh, it's a little old, but I mean, there were some updates that came out through uh, either iOS or um, I think it was, uh, what's the latest one? It's the High Sierra. I still get those confused. Yes. Ever since we've been going away from cats now and on to, um, I think it's locations California. in California. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm finding it harder to... Um, remember those uh, cats it was one word it was easier anyway um so <laughs> anyway apple announced this last june that they were going to support external gpus or graphics processing unit cards graphics cards um with their uh, new macs and macbook pros or well external so anything um it could even be like their imax too um but we really haven't seen too much about it until now where it's in this new update where they do support it and anyway the latest update which is from high sierra um, does add some graphics uh, support um, to the com to these computers, but um, and so uh, and it's mostly because of the Thunderbolt port, and that is does offer um, pretty good speeds for um, what these graphics cards needs. And I did look up Thunderbolt port. Um, the, the max rate is uh, 40 gigs per second. I thought that was extremely fast. It's faster than USB, um, and it is also. Um, uh, USB 3.1 with Thunderbolt. That's what the thing is. But, yes, it, is, but it is USB. I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was thinking the traditional <laughs> yeah. A. Sorry, my bad. 3 or 2. Um, but 3.1 or USB-C, I should say, oh. is kind of what they're using with Thunderbolt. Um, and what they're what what Apple's kind of gaming this for is I know they they did talk in this article about gaming and video editing. I know gaming is a little lacking with Apple. It's kind of been known for that. Um, but the big thing is with VR, virtual reality, and um, I think even a little bit augmented reality. I think they want to kind of get more into virtual reality though, um, with the support and the, um, the development for that. Um, but with this, there are some uh, limitations with this external GPU update. Um, they're only available for some models. Uh, graphics cards. Um, right now, it's only AMD, Radeon cards, and only a select few of them, too. Uh, and th with the beta version of this update, uh, uh, some users were using the GeForce uh, cards with it. Um, they did work, but again, it's not fully supported, so you might have some issues with different updates. Um, but the best bet is, if you're going to go this route, is to use one of the cards that are fully supported. Through um, a um, right now, unfortunately, it is just AMD, and again, it's only a few Radeon cards. Um, and the other thing that I kind of didn't like about this was it doesn't work if you're using Boot Camp and you're throwing Windows on it. I feel like Windows, you know, they're they're no stranger to drivers and support for a whole bunch of hardware, but unfortunately, it's not going to work through uh, if you're going to put Windows on your Mac to do this. Um, and also. Developers of the software you're using for um, high-end tense graphics uh, has to support these cards as well too. So it's not just um, the you know the operating system or Mac with the uh, with the different cards. It also has to be the software too that you're using with. Um, and then I did mention that they do talk, they do uh, uh, use the Thunderbolt three, um, which does provide the fast speed, which is nice with some of these newer MacBooks. Um, or just Apple computers. Um, 
but the uh, only thing that these will work on right now is MacBook Pro 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. the new IMAX, and of 2017, I believe. I didn't write that in the notes, but uh, the new IMAX 2017 and the new iMac Pro, which did come out, I believe, late last year, and starts at about five grand. So that's okay, I'm definitely going to mute whatever that is. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Shane. Yeah, I just heard that too. Um, the only thing um, that was left with this article was uh, just that if you're someone who has, let's say, a MacBook Pro and you're kind of mobile, but you also do work at a place and you could use something like this, um, it it's kind of nice to maybe have it with like, you know, at your desk or something. So, I mean, it does offer you a solution if you do use something that's very graphic intensive. Um, I did see some of these uh, online or in Newegg or even Amazon has them too. It's almost like a mini computer, but it's just for a graphics card that sits outside. Like it's, it, it, it almost outside. looks like a tower. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry? It sits outside. Okay. It sits outside external, right? It's, you know, oh. it's, 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 a, it's a full graphics card inside <laughs> like a, a mini tower and obviously you need to plug it in externally to for power you know um but then also you plug it right into your macbook no not literally your, outside of your house that's what yeah no yeah <laughs> um so it, like a, it's kind of big and bulky but if you want to if you still need some of that extra power i mean this is still you know a solution that someone might want but these these start at like two, three hundred bucks too, and they obviously graphics cards are not cheap, so they do go up quite a bit. So I kind of like the idea though of it going like <clears throat> going backwards into the the days of needing an external antenna, like a giant antenna for the roof or something. <laughs> like you put oh, the yeah. unit, unit outside just to get better graphics on your Mac. <laughs> yeah, keep it outside. No, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think of this, Shane? You kind of use the. Uh, the graphic end of different things from time to time. I don't know if this would be, I mean, maybe this is more for hardcore higher end develop studios and stuff like that. I think it'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Because there's certainly times on this. I mean, I do make the cut. I think, uh, Will and I both actually make the cut here if I'm not mistaken, but, um, yeah, it's sometimes like as I went all out on this MacBook, but there's certainly times where it doesn't, uh, the graphics still don't, cut it you know but mm-hmm. yeah, i mean i guess you can only expect so much with this thing being you know whatever this is half and what third of an inch thick or <laughs> i don't i don't have the stats in front of me but yeah mm-hmm. uh i think every times but um sorry what did you did you say the prices on that or no oh i just said that well i mean this again just supports it but some of the graphics cards uh you know range from two and again it's a separate housing too that you know basically has a Thunderbolt port on the end, or a Thunderbolt, I guess you could say plug on the end of it, mm-hmm. and then also power cord. But um, yeah, two to six, seven hundred dollars. But it's like you're spending a lot of money on already a MacBook Pro that's yep. I don't know, two thousand, uh-huh. three thousand, maybe starting, and then also to spend an additional amount, of, a substantial amount of money just for this too. So right. I suppose it's not for everybody, but um, it is nice that there's an option too for others that. Would like it, right? Well, you got to pay to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay yeah, five times as much as everyone else, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah. So, what about you, Will? Uh, is this something you would consider getting? Honestly, I for that kind of money, 
for that kind of money, I'd probably just go build myself a brand new desktop computer because I need a new desktop. Yeah. So I'd probably just build a new desktop specifically for gaming. Right. I use my MacBook a lot just for work. Sure. And oh, that's, sure. that's that's maybe what I find it out to be is for that. But if I were to get a Mac desktop, which is what I really want to get, my next one, I if I had the money, if I had endless supply of money, <laughs> I would go get the the brand new one, the space gray one. That's like starts all that base model of five thousand dollars, six thousand dollars. iMac Pro. Thanks. Yep. I would get that thing first. Um, and then I'd probably get the I'd get the graphics card too because you know I, I like to have fancy things so I'd definitely mm-hmm. get oh that. yeah that's that is fast that's those the I mean five grand is obviously nothing to to sneeze at but uh, it is really good but also um, I think it was Tim Cook or Apple I should say in general they did recently say to TechCrunch that um, they are working on a Mac Pro that should be out in 2019. Hmm. So that uh, they they haven't gotten rid of that yet I know they kind of. I, in a way, they said they backed themselves in a corner with the current Mac Pro, the cylinder one, um, because they really couldn't upgrade that. Um, so they're really looking. They're like they're seeing what what Pro users want for a desktop, and they're they're um, they're going to hopefully make something a little better next year. Or yeah, next year. Watch, well, it's just it's just going to be the the trash can with uh, in space gray or something. Uh, it's already black. It's black. <laughs> space gray. No, they got to go back to the cheese graters. Those were the best. The uh, yeah, those the. I mean, if if you ever open one of those up, that that was so easy. Different um, compartments were so easy to 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 swap in and out of different hard drive. I don't know if I you mean, can upgrade the CPU, of, but put graphics cards. What? They kind of did that though with the last Mac Pro, didn't they? The cheese grater. I don't think you could upgrade no. that at all. What? No. <laughs> Wait. What? You just said the cheese grater again. Are yeah, that like... was before the the before the the the, tra- the trash can one. You could upgrade the trash can though. You slid slid the top off, and uh, there was well, maybe not much. Maybe you couldn't upgrade much, but I know you could upgrade no. RAM. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I don't even know if you can do that. But I mean, everyone, it's a given to almost upgrade the RAM, which I don't know even if you can do that on um, the MacBook Pros now. Um, or even the iMac. I don't know if you can upgrade the RAM now. I think they really want you to to make your choice right when you buy it, and then that's it. Like some of the stuff's starting to be soldered, yeah. but don't quote me on all that stuff too. I don't know if you can upgrade, but I think they want to. Well, this is me wishful thinking, even though I don't think I would get the new MacBook, the Mac Pro. Um, but I think the Pro users really want it to be modular. Like swap this out, swap this, change this hardware up, like they did with the cheese grater ones that were basically your traditional desktop looking box machine um that a lot of people really liked and missed those, a lot of the pro users those that aren't familiar the cheese grater <laughs> refers to yeah just because it had a bunch of holes in it right essentially yeah the, uh, the, 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 it was yeah, a tower, the tower it was like yeah. an aluminum uh desk desktop yeah, tower mac tower uh mm-hmm. yeah it just had several holes in it so just yeah and it was basically just a desktop but um, yeah, and it grated cheese at the same also, time. Also, uh, yeah, in fact, in. did yeah, great cheese, great. right? And delicious uh, apple-y cheese. <laughs> <laughs> was it the G5s, G4s? What is that? What this? That was back in the olden days. Yeah, maybe. What, did they do a G5? I guess that would be the one if they did. I suppose. Like a G6. The latest one. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the next one. Yeah, that's right. The whole the front part of it was like it had the holes in it too, and then it had the. Um, the the drive base on the top part of that it, and then of be, course the little plugs for USB ports on the side. In the be hilarious if that was the theme song when they announced it or something, <laughs> like a G6, and only, <laughs> and then it comes out like a wrestling theme song or something. That would be interesting <laughs> if they just like continued with G, you know, the G, the 
the G naming scheme and they just went to G6 after it. Right. That'd be, you know, I don't know. They could do that. It'd be something. I think a lot of people would probably like that because they did like the G5s and 4s and that in general. Sure. Or maybe sure. we'll just skip it. We'll just go straight to the X. Yeah. <laughs> X1. <laughs> the X1. Start. <laughs> 1,000. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose I can start talking about stuff now, if that's cool, Tony. Tony? Yes. Cool. Let's start talking about stuff. Uh, <laughs> I am, and this is, I, I noticed, I, I was deciding between articles, but I decided to kind of almost go with the theme today. And this bah, bah, this bah. article is from uh, <laughs> Ars Technica. And it is titled, DirectX Ray Tracing is the first step toward a graphics revolution. Microsoft's 3D API takes the first step toward movie quality graphics. And this was announced apparently at GDC, uh, which, Tony, you know about all that. Was that, did you uh, talk about anything at GDC, or I might be mixing that up with the other convention they had? Was it, what was the one you like to talk about a lot? GDC. That's not, what does that stand for again? <laughs> That's not the one. G- what is it? Gamers developers something maybe. I think you talk. You always talk about X. What the heck is gamers that development conference? Thank you. What do I? <laughs> like the the triple E the electronic. Yeah. What's the other one though? What's the what's the one that competes with that? Something. We're talking about consumer uh, something right consumer. Oh. Uh, CES? CES, yes. Thank Consumer you. Electronics Show? I wasn't making that. Was that was in January? Yes, okay, so this is different. This this must have been at the end of March or something because this article was written at the end of March. So Interesting. So anyway, Microsoft had announced a new feature of DirectX 12 uh, at GDC, and it is DXR, or DirectX Ray Tracing, so those not familiar, which is pretty much uh, like I don't <laughs> I work with some of this stuff, but I don't have a lot of the ins and outs. And so I've learned something reading this article and GPOs up until this point used a process called rasterization, which I, you know, I'm familiar with that term, at least or raster, you know, rasterized graphics, essentially. But uh, the way that works is it checks each triangle uh, of, you know, polygons on the screen. That, and those are not familiar, like a 3D model has several hundreds or millions of uh, separate triangles or polygons. Um, and what it does is it checks each triangle to see if it overlaps uh, each pixel in this pixel grid or raster pixel grid, I guess they refer to it, uh, working from the furthest away to the closest uh, to the camera or the screen, really, in a particular scene, right? <laughs> this is also known as the painter's algorithm, uh, and they cite Bob Ross in there, or at least the author is, is thinking about Bob Ross and the way he paints by layering each individual, like you know, like the furthest away, the sky, and then the you know maybe the lake or something on top, of it, and then sort of the trees, the last happy trees, happy right, precisely happy trees. Uh, and over the years, GPUs have focused on optimizing this process by ignoring objects that are out of the field of view or hidden behind other objects. You know, obviously, you don't have to actually draw those on the screen. But they've also become more and more complex with different types of 
shaders, but the process has remained largely the same. Uh, this process is relatively fast, uh, which I'm kind of getting mixed signals when they say it's fast, it's slow, it's, fa it's like it's, it's fast in a certain sense. Um, being able to skip hidden, the, some of those hidden triangles and need, not needing to hold all of them in memory at once, but certain things like shadows, reflections, and lighting from other objects that are outside of the, that scene can potentially cause issues with that. So in reality, uh, <laughs> I'm getting just like, just too in-depth. This article goes in all this kind of crap. In reality, the light is, uh, <laughs> when I say reality, I mean the way that our eyes work, right? It's reflected into our eyes, light is, and that may bounce off of other objects in complex sort of ways uh, along the way, which is really kind of how ray tracing works. And, uh, you know, it's, it's actually used in CGI that you see in movies, this process, but it's super slow or much more processor intensive. Um, and uh, could any object on the screen really could produce, uh, could, could produce shadows or reflections, which is essentially what uh, makes it so slow. Uh, this isn't a problem with movies, you know, as you might guess when you're rendering a single frame and that takes, you know, several hours to complete. But when games are running at 60 frames a second or, or mo more in certain cases, uh, yeah, GPUs, um, you know, they're, they're good. They're good, as good as they are. They're still not going to be as capable when it comes to something like ray tracing. Uh, and so DXR is an API that extends this rasterization process uh, in DirectX 12 and arranges scenes in a way that is essentially ray tracing friendly. So any questions so far? So take a brief intermission here because I know it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so have any questions at this point? <laughs> Nothing yet. All right, all right. So developers can create their own rays and trace their path, and programs can interact with those rays uh, that are interacting with the scene. There's a lot, a lot here going on. <laughs> with a new, they have a new type of shader that's that's taking place uh, that that they've created essentially with this. Uh, and for the time being, Microsoft sees DXR helping with some of the things that ray tracing does well, like reflections and shadows making things look more realistic or stylized or stylized games um, using it entirely uh, exclusively. Uh, so that co what comes to mind, well, what really came to mind is sort of these like games in the past that were cell shaded. Um, I think that's kind of what they're, what they mean when they say stylized more or less, but, but what really came to mind is this game called Resogun uh, which we talked about briefly, Tony, but it was uh, the, the creators of Stardust HD. They made this game that was based off of these voxels, right? And that was, um, I always understand, you know, maybe voxels are similar. I, I don't know. Uh, I know Matt had a, had a better idea of this. He, he explained this much better, but I always considered them to be just kind of like tiny cubes on the screen. This is, this is a totally different process, though, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, NVIDIA has its own ray tracing engine in its Volta architecture, which is currently only on the Titan. I don't know if that's a V or 5. Let's say Titan 5 card, which DXR applications will automatically use uh, when it's run on those particular cards or that particular architecture. 
Microsoft says that DXR will work with hardware currently on the market uh, with fallback layer, they refer to it as, uh, that will let developers use whatever hardware they have. Um, and then lastly, EA, Epic, and Unity are among, and among others, have uh, will have DXR support if it takes. Um, they're they're planning on having it in the future, and and if it takes off, uh, future hardware may be geared toward ray tracing as well. So we can only hope for that, really, because it seems like a pretty sweet uh, technology there. How about now? Now that I've read through all that junk, and uh, <laughs> let's start. Will, Will, (laughs) since you're our guest, uh, well, let me just ask you this. Does any of this, are you familiar with any of this, uh, this kind of thing at all by chance? Uh, not to be honest with you, not a hundred percent. Yeah, no, Uh, I mean, neither am I. (laughs) Uh, but I mean, obviously I think anybody knows a better graphics card equals a better gameplay experience. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, I will tell you my, I'll tell you my first story, my first experience with graphic cards. It was actually the GeForce 4, I believe it was FX. Mm-hmm. I had to get one for my Dimension 2400. I'm dating myself now. Dimension. Yeah, my first computer. Yep. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been, uh, I was actually listening to that and, and hearing what you were saying about the shading and the CGI graphics or capabilities of CGI, uh, and a, and a game now or possibly in a game, that, that to me would be amazing because you can see the way, just by looking at console games themselves, you can see how far they progressed with their graphic cards. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at old school, you know, Call of Duty, the first one, now you look at the recent Call of Duties, no matter, no matter you can debate whether or not they're good games or not, but I mean, you can look at the graphics and you can see how far we've progressed, which is how realistic things look. So I think that would be pretty cool to have something that was... Uh, and a graphics card that would be able to do that at 60 frames per second and movie quality. Yeah, absolutely. And that was one of the things was... Now, the thing I will say is, yeah, I mean, ultimately, graphics cards, it'll be it'll be good to have graphics cards actually take... Uh, utilize the technology better or to kind of work off of it. But I, the, the impression I got here with it being, you know, mostly about DirectX is that this is actually primarily a software technology, which is which is a little bit confusing that software itself could even improve the graphics that much you know <laughs> it doesn't seem uh, like it like it should be able to but <laughs> apparently uh yeah but it, it's pretty like overall I, I think that's kind of the key point is more photorealism in some of our game and 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 to some extent man i don't know about you guys but i've i've been watching some people stream far cry 5 lately and that yeah. is, that is looks crazy good, mm-hmm. and it always seems like we're we're inching closer and closer to that photorealism, but um, yeah, maybe not still 100 percent there. So something like like this would uh, I think get a get us there. And I know there's always this thing called this um, uncanny valley. I've always heard uncanny about, valley, which is like you know you get closer and closer to like or well specifically it refers to uh, the closer and closer that you get to photorealism is that is uh, it actually looks starts looking less real. Like people can actually detect it starts going down. Right. People can see mm-hmm. there's sort of this weird uh, weirdness to it, almost like uh, like an Android or something like. Well, that. I always thought, yeah, with referring to an Android or a robot that 
something that's supposed to look human but doesn't quite look human, that that's what Uncanny Valley meant. That's kind of what I took it so, as. So literally what you're saying is, like, I don't know if you've ever seen Star Wars Rogue One, right? The end where they did the uh, yep. CGI Princess Leia, right? The yeah, yeah. That type of look? Kind yeah, of. That's what saying. I always thought. Um, where yeah. you're like, yeah, that looks human, but there's something sort of off about it. And I always thought that's what Uncanny Valley was. Right. Like, it's it, it, the more we can inch more to, like, you know, and even maybe in real life with, like, robots someday, then, you know, I don't know if we want to go that route. But, but yeah, maybe with just the distinguishing that from something that's, you know, fake or whatever, quote-unquote fake. I don't know. But, yeah, very interesting, Shane. Very interesting. It looks like Eric in the chat just sent a, a link here. Uh, let's see. Online Master of Science in Internet Technology with Cybersecurity Concentration. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to read this whole article right now. But <laughs> uh, but it looks like... Da, 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 I'll just start reading the first couple lines. MSIT Cybersecurity is a 100% online instructor-led degree program. Its convenient format enables students to continue working while earning their degree and to apply what they learn in the classroom and their work environment. The program begins with a two-week orientation. Learn more about the orientation, online learning activities, and program and structure on our Sounds program. Sounds like a sales pitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> program details page. Well, maybe. I mean, may, I mean, I mean, this guy, we, this friend of ours, he, he is a teacher, so I don't know if he's a... <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, he's not a university teacher, so... Not, not not trying to sell here or anything, but uh, it sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, cybersecurity. Sh- there's a, there's a lot there. I mean, it's it's needed more than ever. It would seem these days. So that's security. Yeah. I think that's cool. I, I think we could use more people uh, fighting that fight for sure. So yeah, right on. There's like those just like those U.S. Army commercials they have on TV. The guy's like, I am a hacker. I am hacking your stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then the next scene, it shows two, the screen goes out and it shows two army guys bumping fists. And they're like, join the cybersecurity program. <laughs> U.S. <Yeah>. Army. Exactly. <laughs> what? Okay, so his wife is wondering what certifications would be best. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay, sorry. Let's bring it back here. Uh, I did talk to him about this. <laughs> what certifications? Tony? <laughs> Tony, you know about certifications and degrees and stuff like that. Like, uh, wait, are we still on the uh, the GPU here? Are we kind of on a tangent. Oh no, no, no. Right I, I was done with the GPU thing. This is this is oh, yeah. this is now a uh, this is now an open ended. I'm just I'm just reading. I'm just getting feedback from the chat here, really. But um, the chat. Well, okay, uh, security questions. Do you have any? Secu- well, specifically certi- certification, IT certifications. Like, what would you uh, recommend these days? Like, what are the most important ones out there now? Uh, oh my god, there's so many. Like, if you want to get into what networking, I suppose Cisco is a really great one. Mm-hmm. Um, that would that would say that would be the that you'd pretty much set your ticket right there for Cisco. Um, if you're looking to just do support or whatever, I suppose getting into Microsoft. I mean, it depends on. You know what you plan on supporting. I think Apple has some too, but it's they're 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 kind of I don't want to say a niche market in terms of the corporate world, but I would say you probably can't go wrong with Microsoft or CompTIA, right? I mean, if you're kind of starting out, mm-hmm. uh, CompTIA has the A plus certification for hardware and software. Um, there's also so many more. There's a networking one. It's kind of like entry level stuff too to kind of get your your feet in the door too. 
Um, I would say any kind of certification kind of makes you stand out if you're kind of looking to either change or start start your IT career. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, but Microsoft too. But I, I think with Microsoft, you kind of need to, you know, you, well, and almost with Cisco too, you need to get some stuff too. You can't just read a book and take a test. So they really want to see you like. I think the best thing to do is to install this stuff or to get like, I know there's different things online um, where you can kind of have different simulation like software where you can kind of install stuff. Um, but doing this stuff is always better than reading about it. I say that's probably the biggest thing. Whatever it is, just uh, don't just, I mean, reading is, go is good too when learning something, but always like I would say doing something is probably the best thing um, with learning anything new software wise, like windows, um, um, or Mac or, or whatever. And if you want to get into the server end too stuff, um, like Azure is Microsoft's cloud stuff, um, their, their cloud business. Um, what's the other stuff? I, I don't I can go off kind of in a weird yeah. tangent too. No, it's good. Good info. Uh, you know, uh, I know A plus always was, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and then like, I mean, there's there's a huge difference too between like IT and support and setting up networks and hardware and software and laptops. And then there's like kind of what I think you do, which is marketing, where it's like well, your Photoshop not, not and your like. I, I mean, I even think that there's uh, you know like people in marketing probably set up like Facebook pages and like you know you 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 probably go out and take pictures of like a campus and throw them up on your company website. And I think that's kind of all marketing in a way. Um, but that might fall that there might be kind of a gray area where it kind of be partly IT, partly marketing, but I don't know. Yeah, no, but, and I'm not actually in marketing anymore, but um, <laughs> yeah, and I don't even I always thought you were sort of in marketing, but maybe I was. I no, I was before. But yeah, no, it's um, well, I'm doing I'm not doing uh, design work at this point anymore, but it's, it's pretty much just development, although I am still working in Photoshop, just not uh, Anyway, that doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I was gonna say like A plus. Obviously, we both. Well, at least that's. I think that's what we both started with, right? Uh, um, yeah, we both started with A plus hundred years ago. Yeah, um, and I'm not doing any of that anymore. But uh, and I thought I remember reading at one point. <laughs> I thought I remembered reading at one point that A plus wasn't. Uh, maybe it wasn't the best sort of thing anymore. Like at one point, it was sort of considered. Uh, the, the nice, the the good one to have, right? But no, it's it's good. They've totally revamped it, and a lot mm. of these, like I think we're we're grandfathered into like always having that cert. Which again, I mean, it's just the way cha things change. I don't, I don't even think we should be grandfathered into that. But like, if you get a certification now, especially with like CompTIA, uh, A plus, Network Plus, whatever they have now, they've got so many. Um, you got to either keep doing it just to keep your credentials up. But I think they have like these like tests that kind of like help keep it current. Um, or start over from scratch and get it again. Like, and they've got so many more than I think there was a hardware and a software one that we took. Um, but yeah, there's a lot more different ones out there now um, that you can kind of choose between. The last time I looked at it too, just to kind of see. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's. Um, I think they they've kind of geared it more than it's just than just a you know oh here's a basic test. Like, I think you really need to know some stuff in order to. Um, um, well, there's just more out there than when we were having. I think we had Windows NT questions, and NT was out when we took it yeah, <laughs> on ours. Yeah, like we had to know like true. the three files in order to start Windows NT, which is completely like, like we don't need to know that stuff. Nobody needs to know that anymore. <laughs> no, it's true.
But like, or 98 or whatever, I know, autoexec.bat. I know one of them there. I don't know what it does anymore. It's been so long. Yeah. Well, what about, <laughs> um, what about Will? Uh, do you, you know, I don't actually know. Do, do, do you have uh, any certifications offhand? Um, I, I, I really have no idea. But, <laughs> but I, it, it really just depends on what you kind of want to do to... Like, what do you want to get into in order? Like, if you want to do hardware, then, yeah, maybe the A-plus would be good just as a starting off point. But even Cisco has, I think, kind of one, too, but that's more geared towards networking. But, sorry, go on, Will. Yeah, Will. Oh, no worries. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any certifications, but as you guys have, obviously, uh, with your experience. I just have one. My, <laughs> <laughs> mine was actually through uh, Sprint. Um, oh, I was actually okay. trained as a phone technician to take up our phones and deal with the software like TouchWiz, um, the LG, the process, iOS, uh, things of that nature, and be able to problem solve that stuff. Sure. Uh, to make sure phones are working or whatnot, like the G4 boot loop and how to fix that, how to get people's information back. Um, so not quite as in-depth, obviously, as, as to what you two have been doing with technology, but just uh, kind of touching the basis of it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. But then it's also like if you're traditionally starting out in IT, um, I think one of the first like entry level positions is probably like help desk or something like that, where you're kind of doing phone support. And I did my years of that. Um, but I mean, yeah, not now, um, you know, talking about certifications, that kind of helps get you in the door. And it really does give you like, and I think more now than then. Back then, you could really like, I read a book about Vista and I got a Vista. Uh, Microsoft certification. You can't do that now. Today, they, they you can read a book, but you're still going to fail the test. They really want you to um, like either set up like a home network or a home like desktop with like it is really all like um um oh now I'm just blanking on it. Um, I, I want to say virtual reality, but it's not virtual reality. <laughs> um, it's like uh, oh what's uh, VMware? That's the thing mm-hmm. where you have just different things, different operating systems running on a computer, and you can either network them or uh, set them up and just learn about the different operating systems, especially like server ones too. But I mean, it is a lot more than it once was. Um, But like, I would say more hands-on while reading is good too, but it's just so you know um, what you're reading um, is, 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 is the start of it. Reading is the start of it, but really like configuring it, learning how to do it like hands-on is probably your best bet. And then you're gonna probably, when you take those tests, you'll succeed, I would say. Probably I mean, well, I mean, you two can correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but this is definitely this industry in itself, technology, IT, uh, whatever you, whatever that encompasses, it is has to be hands on. Um, oh yeah, yeah, with, not just yeah, right. With yeah, any, with any type of training, or even in general, because you can't really sit there and be like, "All right, sir, you hit this button, hit any key," and <laughs> I know the whole joke is, "Where's the any key?" But I mean. That's that's kind of that you could have that demographic when you're helping people. And so a lot of times when you're helping people, it's it is more hands on uh, with technology. And that's where, like you were saying, Tony, you got the guy and Shane as well. You really got to dive in and just make this your your field. I mean, I will say that, like, it, it's probably better now than it's ever been. Um, again, when Shane and I started up, I mean, YouTube wasn't a thing. YouTube is a great resource. There's a lot of people that are throwing stuff online and I really should make the caveat saying like um, some people might throw YouTube videos up and it might be wrong so at least take that no. into consideration but a lot of people I think are right and they really want to you know just spread out the uh, the information so there's there's just 
there's just a lot out there too. So that's that's good too if you really are um, someone who's not necessarily looking to spend a lot of money, but really wanted to try to learn. And and a lot of a lot of the people like I used to work with and kind of still do. They do they do stuff on their own. They tinker, they play around with their own stuff, um, and they just try to figure stuff out on their own. They don't necessarily do a traditional like going to a school or a class or an online class. They'll try to do stuff on their own, and then maybe. Um, try to market themselves with maybe getting a certification or something too. Not necessarily going to a school, but maybe just taking the test or whatever. So there's just a lot of ways and a lot of different things to do. And I know I'm throwing in a lot out there, but um, yeah, good, yeah. good stuff, good info. Um, so I, I don't know, yeah. I don't know if that answered your question, Eric. But hope, hopefully, I, I'm thanks, Tony. <laughs> so, sure. I mean, yeah, I you just, know, you know a lot more than I in, in the in that sort of field at this point. So well, a lot, but again, now it's. It's it's great to have it, and I like it, and uh, it's cool to learn some of that stuff. But now it's well, and, and I, I'm more focused on an electronical medical record application, which there are certifications, and there's binders and a lot of stuff that I have to read. But you know, we have a lot of environments we can practice it, and I and I think the best thing to do is to practice it and just to learn it. Because if you've sure. taken a test, which I have, I've taken a test, and I failed one. Not too long ago, but then I went back and you know, three, three times to do it, <laughs> and I learned, and I, you know, doing it, do you know, going through it, look, looking on these um, these environments, you know, they know. Oh, it's it's weird. I, I didn't mean to fail it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, full disclosure. That's all right. But um, you know, just that's the best advice I can say. And and I know some people can read a book and they might be able to like learn it like in two seconds, but I'm not one of those people. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Sure. I think uh, now that now that we have uh, that intermission out of the way, we can have basically another intermission when we talk about. You know what really grinds my gears? I'll tell you. Oh, sorry. Wait. Let me start that over. Not gonna, I'm not gonna play the bumper again. But. Right. You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah. Apple's, uh, Apple's headphone jack issue, right? Or jack joke, I guess I put down here. Uh, so this is uh, one that... Uh, Will, I don't have an Apple iPhone Will, jack issue. Will might... Will yeah, Okay, Tony. Will <laughs> Will might be familiar. <laughs> so I just have... All I have to put... All I have to say is this right here. I just put this down. The iPhone 7 was released September 16th, 2016. The 2016 MacBook Pro released shortly thereafter. One removed a headphone jack, you may be familiar, on the iPhone 7, while the other kept it. That's all good and fine. Except, now with the iPhone 7, 8, and 10, or uh, 7 Plus, 8 Plus, all that crap, uh, they do include an adapter, but it is a traditional uh, 3.5 millimeter to lightning adapter. It is not the other way around, and every time I think about it, I always am like, oh, yeah, no, there's just an adapter. It's fine. Oh, wait. No, I don't have a lightning to three and a half millimeter adapter, right? Because that would be, mm-hmm. oh, the other part of this that I didn't put down. Oh, yeah. All they include is that adapter and a lightning headphone uh, pair of headphones. Ergo, mm-hmm. they do not include a three and a half millimeter jack at all anymore, right? So... To me, that's a problem when they're still including a three and a half millimeter jack on their laptops. And Will mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> came to this realization. Well, we both came to this realization because we wanted him on the show, but he didn't have a traditional uh, pair of headphones. 
because his iPhone. Uh-huh. Uh, wait, eight or ten? What did? What was it you had? Uh, I have an iPhone ten. Ten, right? Exactly. Your iPhone did not. They came with a Lightning only connector, right? Mm-hmm. So you didn't have a pair of uh, 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 earbuds that uh, had a traditional jack. And well, here's the main point. Mm-hmm. The, the MacBook doesn't come with a way to hook it up, period. <laughs> like, which is silly and ridiculous. And silly. we sure we all like Apple stuff, but come on, Apple. What's the <laughs> deal? What's Do you think they're including? too soon with the changes they've made to the current uh, product not, lines? I think it would be fine if they if they did if obviously they did the one adapter, that's great. But if I think they gotta include both or something, like Ooh. You know, because it's an issue. They're not. No one's gonna. Not everyone's gonna want to go out and buy a hundred sixty dollar pair of AirPods just to be mm-hmm. able to, uh, you know, record record a podcast. Frankly, like it's it's silly. You know, you shouldn't be expected to do that. So that's what really grinds my gears. Do you think they should have gone all in and got rid of them across all of their product lines? Uh, the headphone jack that is. I don't think. No. That solves the problem. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But I'm just curious what you guys were. I mean, I I think it should have been. Well, I don't know. Maybe. It, I mean, you could argue it's, it was premature to begin with. But I, I Apple has had, I, I suppose, a history of of doing a lot of things that are were, were questionably premature. So I don't know. Um, but well, they still I, have I it on. You know. Wait, yeah. they don't have it on the pro. Uh, no, they do. Or wait. Oh, they do. Which pro? <laughs> you're you're pro. Uh, yeah, no, it's there. Yeah, it's on, it's yeah. There for, for our for our laptops, they have it. Okay. The, right, the one thing that just really gets me though, and maybe this might get Shane too, mm-hmm. is there's so many different connectors now for Apple. You got the Lightning, right, for your cell phones, and for the the uh, the they still make them anymore. The iPods and all that jazz, and then you got a USB C for your MacBook. And then now you know they have the headphone jack. So you're pretty much literally like I okay, so for give you a perfect example of this, I was traveling for work recently, right? And I brought my laptop with me uh, to do work. I literally pulled my laptop charger out and you know, late at night, brain not fully working right, you know, we got home at two o'clock in the morning for training. And I was like, Oh, I'll plug my phone in. I forgot my charger. Oh well, I have my MacBook charger. It's I'll plug it in. Nope, it's a USB C. So I mean, granted, I, 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 you know, probably just wasn't had a mind fart, wasn't thinking straight at that moment. <laughs> right. But it's just there's just so many. Like Apple used to be so inclusive. Mm. Maybe it's the right word. Like everything worked together. Every yeah. charger worked together. I mean, it didn't really. You could take headphones from like before the seven came out. Uh, I remember using the five S <laughs> and having the five because I, you know, had paid for it straight outright. Mm-hmm. Uh, having the five and being able to be like all right i can just switch headphones back and forth i don't have to worry about the model or does this have a headphone jack or not or uh this charger that charger so i mean it's cool that apple is trying to make innovations and move forward um Mm -hmm. i I love apple but i agree with shane it really does kind of it's really irritating when because there's a lot of really really superior wired headphones out there Mm -hmm. and they're not lightning adapter they're 3.5 Right. And it's that's it's kind of frustrating when you have to get this stupid adapter. And trust me, they're going to charge you a pretty penny to get that replaced. They're not going to be like, oh, five bucks. Yeah, here you go. You know, it's going to be like probably twenty dollars if you lose it. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it might literally be. <laughs> I think we might have looked that up, actually. Um, oh, yeah, it's it's so here, it almost seems like a contradiction, right? I think that's probably my biggest mm-hmm. along to what kind of like what Tony was saying, essentially, is that it is kind of a contradiction when they're saying, oh, it takes the courage to remove it from the. But then you kept it on the other device. And yeah, that's what I was thinking. The, 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 the thing is, right? So they sent out a survey to MacBook users prior to this, and they were like, so you guys, uh, how much do you really need that thing? And yeah, guess what? They needed it. <laughs> and, and specifically for podcasters, I need it. <laughs> and, and mind you, I'm, I'm using it on, on a docking station here. Um, at least it's got both an input and output three and a half minutes. It's still using three and a half millimeter, right? And, yeah. and at the same time, I'm glad I still have it on the laptop because occasionally I don't want to run all of my audio. I don't want to record all of my audio that's coming through like I am through this mixing board and everything. Uh, so occasionally I'll need to actually disconnect that and, and plug it directly into the laptop itself. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. And under, what do you call it? Afterthought, I guess? Um, oh, 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 what's the word? <laughs> they're just, they're not, they're not thinking in some cases, I think. I, I don't know. To me, that's, it's along the lines, they don't always do this, right? Like, they're, they're, they have such a simplistic and easy-to-use mindset. But then there's things that come along, like, now, it's the whole reason I bought their their sport band watch, uh, watch band here, or sport loop, was because of things like, we're going to make all metal laptops, but then we're also going to put a metal uh, little thing sticking out the bottom of our sport watch watch bands. And I'm like, what the heck are you guys thinking? <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'll just scratch the hell out of my <laughs> my laptop. No, but I guess, I don't know. I guess I've been, I've been <laughs> putting it up further on my wrist anyway somewhat, but it's still, it's not, it's not perfect. Some of this stuff just doesn't, it, yeah. Some of the things work really well together with things like continuity and, and, you know, airplay and that kind of stuff. Stuff works great. Or or being able to share your Wi-Fi password, you know, if you have an Apple device and you go to someone else's house uh-huh. that also has not Like, that's fantastic. I love that stuff. Like, that just happened. Mm-hmm. And I was just at my brother's place yesterday, and he didn't even know you could do that, I think, because I was just, like, just had my, you know, my iPad there, and I'm like, oh, and that has gotten better, too, by the way, I think, because it, it did just work. <laughs> you know yeah. when when I you have to be certain closeness to the device too right but, uh, but um that's that great but yeah like great. come on come on guys that that's weird that that you did that um I, don't know. I can forgive that more than the one thing I could say right now that yeah. I hate that they got rid of and you probably know what it is Shane probably right oh yeah, yeah yeah I do know what it is yep that would be the MagSafe uh, adapter uh, connector. Yes, I agree. I mean, yes, that's right. Um, I thought it was the best thing they had. Very innovative. A lot of other companies weren't doing it. Um, and maybe I'm saying this more now because I have a dog, and my dog would whip that thing off like crazy all the time, and I'm sure I've said that before on here. Mm-hmm. But I guess that would really grind my gears like crazy. I've kind of adapted to not having headphone jack, blah, 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 on my phone, and it's just my phone. Um yeah, I maybe had a one or twice situation where I'm like, oh, yeah, crap, I don't have one. But you haven't, you know, just, and I don't necessarily have a new MacBook Pro, maybe yet, we'll see. Um, but I thought that was so great. And for them to get rid of it, I know they want to go future this with USB-C and future that, blah, blah, blah. But 
Um, they could have made something separate for it. I mean, they could have kept it on. I know they updated it from when they first came out with the new Retina one, and I think that was in 2012, which is the one I got um, in 2012. Um, before that, they had MagSafe 1, and this was MagSafe 2, and I think... Mm-hmm. I don't think you could really use them interchangeably, but I thought, you know, what what a great way to... You know, just some just someone of thinking of something about a cord, and just you know, if you you know get something gets knocked over, your machine is still safe. Um, so still have, what do we got here? I still have this. Look at this. This is a uh, MagSafe, uh, MagSafe two, MagSafe one adapter. Yeah. Guess how much you you spend on this adapter? Twenty bucks. See, you would think so. No, only only ten for Apple. For Apple, that seems cheap to me. <laughs> that does but, seem cheap. I didn't think anything was ten bucks, other than maybe a gift card that you buy in a pack of thirty, or uh, <laughs> three separate ones. That's true. Four thousand uh, dollars a piece. Oh no, right? yeah, no, I'm. I was surprised too, but um, um, but I, I guess again with the general public or you know people that have them might not necessarily have a problem with the MagSafe. Maybe they got rid of it. They have some some stats and some numbers, and they're doing their. Their data mining of like who's really using this? Do we can we really get rid of this? And they made the decision too, but um, just like they did with the, the the headphone jack. So, I mean, they've got numbers on a lot of different things too. So who knows for sure why they did what they did? But they did it. So we either go with the flow or go with something else. But I mean, I don't even think any other company right out of the box does did the MagSafe like they did. So, so I mean, I gotta say, okay. I gotta say, I, I am a fan of moving to USB C. Tony knows that, and um, I love, I do like the fact, like having some a separate. That's the thing I don't think I don't think people realize, and I wish Apple would just put out their own docking station because I yeah. do like the fact that I only have to plug one thing in now, right, when I'm at home, mm-hmm. or potentially out on the go because I have like a separate USB hub that I use uh, for on the go at times. I don't, which I rarely need to use now because I have mostly wireless components, but. Um, yeah. and I like the fact and I'm seeing it more and more like somebody just, uh, just yesterday, uh, coworker was like, they have, you know, they need a, U- uh, a they call it a type C adapter, which, you know, I assume they were talking about USB-C and I know a lot of phones are starting to go that way. So I like that Apple almost, they were kind of the driving force behind that almost. And it, it seems like phones almost have been following stu- suit except for iPhones, um, <laughs> which I thought I remembered hearing they were going to start going that route. Um, on, on some of the next phones, but I, but you know, I think, I think Matt was thinks maybe the phones are too thin to even support USB-C at this point. And, and I don't know, they have so much invested in lightning. I don't know if they're going to actually well, do that. At a time they had a lot invested in that 30 pin connector before didn't they, I mean, how long was iPhone out? True. Was it 2011? They changed everything over. Right. So it's already been a while, right? So maybe, I, you know, maybe I mean, they, they could be- do it again. They could just, you know, rip that bandit off and, you know, go for it. And I mean, there's a lot out there that already does support USB-C, so sure, it might yeah. not be the worst thing, but it could be a good time. But um, you know, if they're not, if they're not, at the very least, I, I don't know. What I don't understand is why they couldn't include a Lightning port on the MacBook or something. Like maybe that wouldn't work, or I don't know. It's not a mobile yeah. device, I guess. Right? That's that's something they can't get like they could totally do it i'm i guarantee they could do it but they don't want it associated with devices that aren't um ios i guess right i don't know ios oh maybe yeah probably i don't know but like if you're gonna make that move 
I feel like you owe it to your customers to put a lightning port on your MacBooks or something. But yeah, but like if you're going to go to all USB-C, that that's where it conflicts. But you know what mm-hmm. else conflicts? Having lightning on your phones and USB-C on your laptops. <laughs> Boom. That's, that's it. Exactly what I was saying. Dropping the mic. Amen, did, brother. Did your um did your iPhone 10 come with lightning to USB C? Uh, li- did my well, the adapter? No. <laughs> oh yeah, no. See, no. I'm so I, I, I was I was kind of surprised that it that didn't happen. I thought they might have just like, hey, we got USB C on a lot of our laptops now. Let's own up to it. What's the MacBook uh, Air? Is that the only one without it now? That just has regular USB A ports. Does it still? Yeah, because it wasn't updated in a long time. Although that's the rumor they're going to update it. At, well, they were going to update it at this last one, but Probably have two, um, two they didn't even points. talk about that. That was all just uh, school stuff. But um, maybe WWDC will see. Is there two ports on two ports on the air? I assume. I think be. so. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got one last and a headphone jack. Yeah. I would say this though, <laughs> oh, in yeah. regards to the upcoming new iPhone, there's been a lot of Mac rumors. That the iPhone is still going to have the lightning adapt or the lightning port, but it's going to be a new type of lightning charger that's actually more of a wedge shape. So it actually goes in and creates a better seal. So it makes it more water resistant. Mm. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, and they're <laughs> talking about a 6.8 inch display, still with the notch, but the notch will be smaller, supposedly. I did hear about that, 6.8 inch. Ooh, a smaller but. notch. <laughs> Whatever, I'll get it. It's fine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I'll get it. <laughs> fine, I'll buy it. Fine. Uh, Although I am take that. It was the other thing I almost because uh, I was gonna do this as the grinds my gear section segment, and then I realized Apple ticked me off again in <laughs> in just that short period of time. I'm I'm down a monitor right now because this docking station uh, they decided to like essentially block. All are a bunch of external doc, uh, uh, display, and and I think it was related to um, what Tony was talking about earlier with the uh, the, the support for external uh, GPUs. I'm guessing yeah, that this particular update, 10.13.4, I believe. But it, uh, yeah, not, and it's funny because I just downloaded. I haven't tried it since, but but <laughs> I think I tried it that one day. The Duet display. Um, I mean, it's another thing that was mm-hmm. ten bucks. So. It, it, it's a, it's an iOS or an iPad app that lets you use your iPad as a uh, an external display. I'm pretty sure it blocked uh, support for that, even though I just bought the thing. And it it definitely um, like I, I just have the one external monitor now working through my docking station. Before I had uh, two separate ones. Mm-hmm. But this update, it wasn't working in the beta. This company that that makes my docking station reported it, and it. Uh, it still wasn't working after the final release, which to me is ridiculous. So I ended up, um, I mean, yeah, I could have reverted the update. I still could potentially, but I'm just hoping they come out with a, a patch or something sooner than later. Um, cause I reported the issue, um, you know, in their bug reporter or whatever, just cause I happen to have a developer account, but, uh, <sighs> I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's all, hey, as a, uh, this isn't a warning because we've already talked about it, but uh, uh, yeah, totally first world problems, right? But <laughs> then again, everything on this show, I suppose you could say. Is. But anyway, True. let's let's move on to our final segment of the evening. 
XP Boost. All right, let's talk about some other crummy software. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are talking about the Telestream Telestream Wirecast, and it is a sorry. Let's see here. Just double. Just typing in my rating here now. I forgot to put that in. Uh, so Telestream Wirecast is video streaming software for the Mac. And the reason I went with this is because Macs have limited options in terms of, not, not in terms of video streaming, but in terms of simultaneous, uh, uh, streaming to simultaneous sources. Um, because OBS out there is an existing uh, piece of software for video streaming. And it works very well, and a lot of people that use it but you can only uh, stream to one source at a time. Uh, in particular, uh, you know, so that's what a lot of people do is either Twitch or if, uh, or <laughs> or YouTube or Facebook, right? So try, right now I'm doing all three and it's actually working for change. And I think part of the reason, I, I think Tony's maybe still skeptical, but uh, I, think, I think my new internet service provider was the main reason for, uh, for some of the slowdown issues I was having before using this. But anyway, uh, it seems to be working well now. And the reason I, I went with this, I, I was essentially, I was on a mission to stream to multiple sources because I really liked Facebook Live for the reason, for the having the live preview, like being able to see the video move in, in a news feed. Because any other source you do, you're just going to get a still image there, right? And 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 Facebook Live. I mean, I'm sure they are. If you post a Facebook Live video, they're giving you precedence, a hundred percent. There's no doubt about that. Like you're gonna show up in people's feed because it's their platform and everything, right? So I just yeah. thought it was a good reason to be on there. I think it's worked worked out pretty well so far. But uh, the options on Mac are pretty limited. If you want to be able to do this, there, you know, Windows has something called XSplit. A lot of people use that out there, but it is Windows only, and it's, it's significantly cheaper than this particular software. But um, you know, really, the only other option that I that I became aware of was something called uh, Restream.io, I believe, which is a service uh, that allows you to stream to multiple sources at once, essentially. But you do it through the web, and I don't know. I was just kind of avoiding paying, you know, a, a separate service you know like a monthly service charge essentially because there was facebook as an option there but you did have to pay uh, a monthly charge to be able to use do that with that particular service so i hemmed and hawed about it for a very long time and i finally went ahead with this um it is it has been uh it's been okay <laughs> so far i think absolutely not without its problems and maybe the biggest part of that was because of my isp and the slowdown issues, right? Because I was getting, as we were talking about before the show, I get kind of like, right now it's a green stream. It's green, meaning it's a good good quality. Uh, and and yeah, I was getting in the orange and red territory before, which is not, uh, be choppy and, you know, not a great stream at all by any means, really. But... So the way this kind of works is you get similar to OBS. Oh, by the way, OBS stands for Open Broadcasting Software. And um, this Wirecast stands for Wirecast. And you get five layers uh, on this. And I think that's kind of limited. Uh, I think it's a little bit limited. 
but five layers essentially so that you can kind of like stack on top, not this way, but you know, this way, <laughs> the Z index, right? Uh, you can stack, uh, you know, uh, overlays are often what they're referred to as. And I thought that was a little bit limited because I need to put each one, each video on its own layer, the way I, I ended up doing this. Um, so that takes up three out of the five, right? And then let me just double check. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. <laughs> and then the other one is just the, the sort of techies template you see uh, uh, above and below here. Oh, that's kind of fun to do. If I could just do this. <laughs> uh, that's the, that would be the, the fourth layer I'm using, right? So uh, having said that, I think, that's, I think they could certainly give you more than five. And I thought at first you'd be able to add more, but no, just those five for whatever reason. <laughs> and so you do, have op you do have quite a few options with each of those particular layers. Um, and one of them that I was really kind of impressed by, and it took me a little while to kind of figure out, but cropping is one of the options. And that's really nice for like for the videos for you guys. Um, if for some reason there's like an overlap, uh, you know, if Tony's video overlaps wills or whatever, I can actually crop top, right, left, bottom, you know, mostly left and right is what I need to actually crop in this particular video frame. But, you know, I can control some of that overlapping um, I can fine tune it a little better now with, with an app like this, which is nice. Yeah. Quit overlapping my video, Tony. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah. So the thing is, it doesn't let you, um, out the gate. I, I found this out kind of the hard way. Um, and you know, Facebook always seems to be an issue. And I, I wonder, I think it's because probably because it takes, extra to sort of code for Facebook. You know, you got to probably learn their Facebook language or something. And I think that's probably why a lot of places are charging extra and things like that. But, but out the gate, I noticed that like they have Facebook in there as an option as like oh. its own option. So you can enter your username and password to Facebook. Um, but if you do that, it won't let you simultaneously stream to other sources like YouTube and Twitch. But oh. <laughs> I did figure out a way around that. And, and if you're watching Facebook, I'm sorry. And hopefully you're not watching because I think this might still go against your terms or something. But, uh, <laughs> but the way, uh, yeah, if you, if you do enter the Facebook, the Facebook, if you enter your Facebook, Facebook. username and pass, password in there specifically and then try mm -hmm. streaming and also have your username and password in there for YouTube and Twitch and services like that. It will give you an error if you try to stream them all simultaneously. But oh. there's these things called stream keys, and that's the way I'm doing it now, where you, all you do is you put in the stream key and a URL, and it still lets you do all of that. So, cool. Sorry if I'm, I, like, I don't think it's, I certainly don't think I'm breaking the law. Maybe their terms are something. <laughs> Maybe it's breaking their terms, and if I hope I don't get shut down for even saying this, but it'd be great if I don't. I don't think we have enough followers, so. <laughs> um, Shane, Shane's Facebook disappears. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes us. We're okay. <laughs> Somebody's like, who's Shane? We don't know no Shane. <laughs> it just it slowly like scoots me That's off right. the screen. Um, uh, some of the other options you get in here, like. There's certain things with being able to add in text overlays, like 
we're, right now we're using um, what you see uh, down here below. And, and oh, nope, this way. <laughs> Backwards. Uh, below the screen, this is just text I've done in, in Photoshop specifically. But there are text options within the Wirecast app, and they're just not very good, <laughs> honestly. They're mm. super limited. I couldn't figure out a way to change the font, which seems ridiculous. Like, the font looked like what you see in some of those memes, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like, which is like, wow, that's a great font choice. Uh, so I didn't end up going that particular route, but there are certainly all kinds of other things you can do in there, adjusting color and, um, I believe, uh, certain kinds of filters and things like that. I, d I personally don't need to really do too much with it. So it, it was really just, you know, the cropping was kind of the big one that I was excited about. You get volume options, things like that. Um, but, and, and to be perfectly honest, like, I'm not going to go too in-depth here only because, well, I, there's only so many features that I'm even using in this application, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be the case with most people. Like, you just, all you need to do is have, you know, a couple overlays, bring in the video. And the way that I do bring in the video is, um, you know, we, we started off, when we started off podcasting, um, we were using Skype. And then we went to Google Hangouts. And then briefly, we were using this program within Wirecast called Rendezvous. And it is just terrible. <laughs> I don't think it was a great experience at all, which sucks because it's part of the reason I even went with. Uh, there's two different versions to this app. Uh, they have the, the studio and the pro version. I ended up going the pro route all because they were like, oh, you can have up to seven guests in this Rendezvous. And mm. I didn't even end up using it because I thought it ended up not working very well. And it was, um, what was the, like, you, you guys couldn't see my video in it. And Ooh. it would just, it would, it would, uh, like, I think it crashed a lot, I want to say. So it just wasn't a great experience. Oh. So we went back to Skype. And here we are. And look, you guys can both see me. I can see you. Good old Skype. Seems to be working just fine. Yep, that's right. Yeah, and I kind of, I think I meant to try to get the the cheaper version of the software after that, but I did, I just didn't. <laughs> so mm -hmm. here I am still with the pro version, which was pro. not cheap. And uh, this this software is available. You're a pro. Thank you. She's a pro. The software pro. is available on both Mac and Windows, and the Wirecast Studio is six hundred and ninety five dollars. What? Like the cost of an iPad, basically. And Ouch, pro. And the pro version is nine ninety five. <laughs> oh, all right. Well. Yes, thank you for emboldening those, Tony. Welcome. Um, so, yeah, I d I've definitely had issues with it, and and I'll tell you, I'm still giving this a three out of five stars, and and lately I feel like my, I'm 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 turning into Matt here with my orneriness, <laughs> uh, a little bit. But my, my ratings have gone down, I think, uh, lately. I think it could go, these could go up, you know, as they keep putting out updates. And as, well, frankly, since my internet connection is better now, um, I think the experience in general is going to be better because it's been getting better. And now, like today, I'd, it's been green the whole time, thankfully. Um, so why, why is 695 bigger, Tony? Um, <laughs> I don't know, because that's the cheaper. You, you can make you can purchase this from uh, and 
before I say anything more, I, I realize like I could do boot camp on my Mac if I really wanted to, but I don't want to. I really don't want to deal with Windows anymore. Um, Would it be cheaper though if you did boot camp and a copy of Windows? Yes, or having a Windows machine probably. I don't want to deal with Windows. Period. <laughs> like that's the there same reason Windows I don't. A dirty word. Blizzard, if you're listening, it's the same reason I still don't play Overwatch <laughs> because you don't put it out for the Mac. Uh, even though I've purchased it technically for the game of the year edition for $30 and I still haven't played it, <laughs> but, uh, I did. I played he's hoping he's hoping it'll come to Mac. I thought I read a rumor. <laughs> Those are always Those right. Rumors always come true. Always. A uh, Mac think. rumor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess rumor. it would make the, I guess it would make the Mac rumor list. Sure. Um, telestream.net is where you can purchase the, said software so let me just say again will um uh do you have any let, let me just yeah let me just ask you because i don't think you you uh are, are a big streamer that i'm aware of but um do you have any do you have any questions about this uh particular software uh no this particular software because that to me is just outrageous <laughs> yeah there's under 95 dollars i would rather put that money towards like getting the 12 inch ipad <laughs> uh, i'm going to do anything yeah, uh, at least get my money out of it. Uh, I think it was like a twelve point one or twelve point three, whatever it was. I remember correctly. Uh, so I'd rather just do that instead. Yeah. Um, and, and and for me, I mean, it's, it's a little bit different for me because I do very much streaming. Uh, right. For me, I might you know do some Facebook Live or I have a Twitch account. Sure. Uh, but I hardly ever use it. So I don't really have. I don't really working fifty hours a week. I don't really get a lot of video game time. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I always do. I always get a Windows computer, to be honest. I always get a Windows computer and do it that way. Yeah. He well, gets the you. Windows. Sure, that's the sane route. <laughs> I guess you could say it's the cheaper route. It is. The, that's what I mean, yeah. Depending but, on what hardware you get. It's but. the principle of it. Well, I don't know. Honestly, so here's, let me just say, let me just also say the whole reason, like, I went, I knew it was my goal. I went exclusively to Mac. That was my that was what I was going to do. I got rid of my old Windows machine. You know, I gave it to a friend or I, or I sold it to a friend. So I didn't want to deal with Windows anymore. I was sick of it. I was tired of it. I grew up with Windows. I was just mm-hmm. done with it. And we all did. It's, we all actually been, well. it's actually been really nice. And frankly, sure, um, I'm complaining about not being able to play Overwatch. But at the same time, it's less distractions in a way, you know? Like, I, I don't know. Don't have to. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I don't have to spend money on games when I could spend $995 on <laughs> streaming software. Okay, it's hypocritical, but uh, I still... But do you buy $995 in games in a year? No, <laughs> definitely oh, Okay, well. Definitely not. No. Netflix gets his uh, PlayStation 4. Yes, I don't think so. No, you I'm have a kidding. PS4 yet? No. 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 I don't. Jane. I know. Less well, then Xbox One. He's too busy one. spending money on um, yeah on this this program. I need a GoFundMe just for this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Support my uh, yeah. We no, can, it's been we can, fine. We, we can support his Mac addiction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. But anyway, Telestream.net is where you can pick that up uh, if you do so choose. Don't they also they also do Flip Four Mac? I bought or I didn't buy it. I think I had a. One of my first computers, I wanted to. I had some 
Windows video. I don't know what it was, but I remember downloading the software. It's interesting that this is actually still something that is going, and you can. Pay I remember money for that. Now. I remember that. But what, what did it? The do? player. I don't know. I, I I remember. I don't know who or what videos we were trying to watch, but um, yeah, one of my first Macs. I remember Flip Four Mac, and so you could run Windows Media Player. I think I think file format uh, videos on your Mac. Hmm. Same company. Who would have thought? But um, I guess to answer your question, because you bought the software, I feel I don't have to. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, so we can just borrow it is what you're saying, Tony. Well, I kind of, I mean, we both are right now in a way, right? I mean, we're sort of Through getting the benefits out of it. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I don't Keep know. Keep that ever, stuff, Shane. If he ever, you know, decides to make money off this, I suppose you could tax right off it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how this works. I don't know how tech stuff works. How's that with tech uh, stuff work? a side hustle is what the kids call it these days. Hmm. Side business, right? <laughs> My side business selling side, sour patch kids. Oh, sour patch kids! Oh, they're so good. Tony, just so you know, I think I'm about to. Uh, <laughs> I think we talked about these at one point. But remember those cube uh, uh, adapter outlet adapters? Yeah, I think one of the USB ports just broke, and and I might have uh, lost the <laughs> part of the recording here, which is great. Great to know. I gave I gave mine to Kay, and she's been using it kind of at the nightstand, plugging her iPhone in. Kind of. Uh, see if I hopefully I'll have a backup solution here. I'm sure I do. I I had it on this desk for the longest time. The cube one I had with mm-hmm. USB ports on it. I didn't use it at all. This was like the worst place to put it. I feel like they're not very good because they keep breaking on me. But <laughs> how many did you get? Just the one or two? I think. Okay. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. Well, now I, not to go back to bank safe, <laughs> but I mean a lot more stuff's coming out with magnetic stuff. Like I saw um, an article somewhere where the plug, the end plug that actually goes into it, um, they make these separate plugs that um, are kind of like MagSafe. Like you plug like. Someone had an example of a vacuum. You plug your vacuum into the beginning part of it, and then you have your device that goes into your plug, and then you connect it, and it's by magnetic. So when you're done with your vacuum that's you know across the room, you can just simply yank it, and then it unplugs just fine. Or again, if you trip over it, boom. The only thing that, that might suck is you might fall and maybe break your neck or whatever, but at least your technology is safe. I was actually going to say something similar. Uh, you know, I know there was a, there was some kind of a device that was basically like USB to MagSafe, right? But yeah, I, I, I was just picturing as we were thinking about that, just having like a little dongle rather than, um, you know, one of those ones, like it could still be magnetic, just like at the very end of it, right? It wouldn't have mm-hmm. to, but you could still, something that you could still unplug the whole thing without, I don't know, I'm hard... Not picture. I'm not describing this very well, but I think that would be better if it were just sort of magnetic, just on the wire itself. Um, what chat room should I send you my link right now in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Any of them? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> is it I the just... same? Is it the same thing basically? Well, it's similar to what I, I have. Some of this stuff I've got just just thoughts of what I want. I might want to do someday. I don't know. Sure. Um, oh yeah, the I suppose the the Google one. The Google one I'll send it to. The Googles? The Google. Mm. Griffin makes something. Griffin. Curious what you think of that. Yeah, let's see what wow. we got here. That's the, not the one I just talked about, but it's a different yeah, one. Yeah, see, that's that's 
that's kind of what I was thinking, but or, or that's that's what I had kind of seen before. But the way I would do it is to have the magnet part as part of the cord, right? Like just at the end of the cord, so that you just get this little dongle thing, right? And I think I feel like I've seen this before somewhere, but um, so that the dongle part is kind of sim is similar to those uh, the three and a half millimeter to lightning connectors, like that length. Right. All but right. Then, Check this out. Okay. <laughs> is this is this closer to what I'm thinking? Well, this is different, but it's okay. Okay. I know this is great um, for people that are. Yeah, I'm sorry for the uh, the people that don't see this, but we could probably talk about this. Uh... Does it say I love handles? <laughs> I love handles. <laughs> I love handles. dot com. Okay. And it's yeah. called the tug. I mean, that's similar. Yeah. I mean, not the similar. Tug. But... This the tug. Is... It looks cool. You can get it's twenty dollars for one, or you can get a three pack for fifty dollars. Maybe I'll talk about it if I actually pick it up on an XP sure. boost. But um, just something that I mean, more some of these other you know I suppose third party companies are they do see a value in something like this where you know magnets you know you break them apart it still works something works so right. um, some some of these with these cords for power. Um, you know, something like this does, and, and Apple started it, they're sort of abandoning it, and I think maybe they're abandoning it because they want to go more um, wireless. I know they started with the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 10, and maybe in the future, um, there could be some of the MacBook Pros, and really, I don't think really, the desktops, but... <laughs> really, I just wish they could have made USB-C magnetic somehow, but um, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. But, um, yeah. I think there's some options, though. But there, yeah, there's stuff out there that they're parties that make. Um, or Griffin um, was the first one um, that I kind of sent Shane. Um, I think it's just I forgot if it's what the company is called. If it's just Griffin or whatever. Um, GriffinTechnologies.com. They make um, a USB uh, C power cable. Uh, it's a brake safe they call it. So you have one part in your. Um, I think it's in your uh, computer. And then that stays in there. It's magnetic. And then the actual cord um, kind of breaks away from it. Um, and then the other thing is I love handles.com. Um, and it's a tug. <laughs> I didn't even put that together until you, you said it. It's like, oh, I love. And it's like, I, I, you know, the I stuff. But I love handles. <laughs> that's nice. Um, but tug, I thought that was kind of cool because you tug off the cord. But that's usually at your, um, your plug kind of in your wall, too, that you would just unplug it from. Um, some some interesting things to check out, but I don't, I don't. All right. Well, I think that'll about uh, do it for today. Tonight, what do you guys think? Yeah. Nice. Roger, Dodger. Nice. Well, hey, if you want to write into us because you want to tell us how much you hated the show, that'd be great. <laughs> Techiespodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter at Podcast. And you can watch or listen to us. Um, uh, where can you do that? <laughs> Facebook? <laughs> Facebook mostly now. It seems like that's where most people are watching now. Uh, leave us a rating, though, on iTunes. Uh, if you can, um, go to our website, niceguynetwork.com slash techies. Click on the iTunes link. Leave us a rating. We would we'd love that, really. Uh, I mean... Like be really, we'd really like it a lot because there's really not much there right now. It's, it's pretty barren. Not gonna lie, it's like an empty field of ratings. Like there's a bunch of empty stars yet to be filled, just chilling, hanging out there. 
waiting for you to come. So what you're saying there's a lot of cloudy skies. Yes. So the sky it's very, very cloudy and dreary and we dis- can't see the stars. Dismal and, and sad over really. Like, please, please go. For only a penny a day, you can help. No, I'm uh, <laughs> we're on. that guy for those commercials walking. Yeah. so and so. His name is Ispu. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we're on Alpha Geek Radio and Stitcher, and we record Sundays at six seven Central uh, on Facebook on our yeah our Facebook page on uh, our YouTube channel and Twitch. In fact, all Nice Guy Network there. You can find Tony still, I guess at no. <laughs> Did you shake your head? <laughs> at, no, no, not there. No, I'm still there. Yeah. Okay. At why not big T? You can find me still, I guess, at shave Maddox. Yes. And that'll about do it. You can find more shows at niceguynetwork.com. Yeah, that's gonna be our show for yeah. this evening. Thank you so much, Will, for coming hey, on. You're welcome. Yes, thank you very much. Much, much appreciated. Thank you everyone for listening. And until next time, tech or easy. Yeah. Tech or easy. Right now. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Even know what to do there.